Safety Net Studio presents. Talking movies with Brian Lotaki. And here we go. Here's Brian Lotaki. You can do it. Hello, friends, and welcome to Talking Movies. I'm Brian Lataki, and today we're going to have some superhero fun with DC's Blue Beetle. Oh! Did you know what was going to happen to my brother when you stuck him with this world-destroying thing? It's called the Scarab. I had no idea it would activate. It has to choose you. So how do we get it to unchoose me? Host acquired. Who said that? Systems checking. Three, two, one. An alien scarab chooses college graduate Jaime Reyes to be its symbiotic host, bestowing the teenager with a suit of armor that's capable of extraordinary and unpredictable powers, forever changing his destiny as he becomes the superhero known as Blue Beetle. Written by Gareth Dunnett Elkasser and directed by Angel Manuel Soto, Blue Beetle stars Sholo Maradueña as Jaime Reyes, Bruna Marquezine as Jenny Cord, Becky G as Kaji Da, Damian Alcazar as Alberto Reyes, George Lopez as Rudy Reyes and features Adriana Barraza, Belissa Escobedo, Elpidia Carrillo, Susan Sarandon, Harvey Guillen, and Raul Max Trujillo. Right off the bat, this film is technically not a part of the Gods and Monsters DC Universe world coming from James Gunn and Peter Safran. This just happens to be the last DC film coming from the old guard. Story-wise, this movie is actually a ton of fun. By now, we all know how superhero origin stories flow. An unlikely hero who happens to be a genuinely good person is given extraordinary powers, and as expected, they use them for good. At this point, it's formulaic, but hey, it works. Its two-hour and seven-minute runtime can feel a bit long, but the fun parts easily make up for those slower bits. Acting-wise, this movie is unapologetically Latino, and everyone seems to be having a blast. Sholo Maradueña is great as Jaime Reyes, and if you're a fan of Cobra Kai, same thing. Susan Sarandon is Susan Sarandon, so that's a gigantic checkmark, and the rest of the cast all do really well, especially especially George Lopez. Where this movie really shines, though, is in its visual effects and its action sequences. The movie is brightly colored, beautiful, and dark all at the same time. The action is fast, intense, and choreographed along the same lines as Shang-Chi was for Marvel. It's a fun movie with a lot of great effects and simply scratches the surface of a really fun superhero character. Where this movie falls off a little bit is in its attempt to follow Marvel with promoting a smaller, more unknown character. While Marvel had a ton of success with the characters like the Guardians of the Galaxy, Blue Beetle doesn't quite have the cast power or the exceptional story. I mean, the story is good, but Guardians was very different from anything we had seen so far in the superhero world. Overall, Blue Beetle is a great movie that deserves more than it will get from the box office. From everyone I spoke to, it sounds like this movie is set to be another DC bomb, which is really unfortunate. Perhaps they should have stuck with Blue Beetle being a Max exclusive release and saved the theatrical run. But for myself, I'm glad that I hit up the theater because it really was an enjoyable time. I give Blue Beetle a B plus. 
Summer is rapidly coming to an end, so there's no reason you can't still bring the heat. Nick and the team at Swish Barbershop at 844 St. Mary's Road are ready to line you up and make you look your best. Walk-ins are welcome, or you can visit my barber by booking today at boybarbernick.com. I've just been handed an urgent news story. Cannonball! Let's get into movie news you can use, and let's just start it off by saying things are pretty slim because of the ongoing strikes. It was announced this past weekend that Barbie is now considered the highest grossing Warner Brothers movie in the studio's 100-year history. Barbie has made $537.4 million in domestic receipts, finally surpassing Christopher Nolan's The Dark Knight, which had made $534.9 million. In order to celebrate the milestone, it was announced by Warner Brothers that the the Barbie digital release date has officially been set for September 5th of 2023. Over at Netflix, a teaser trailer was released for the upcoming anime series, Scott Pilgrim Takes Off. The official synopsis from Netflix reads like this. Scott Pilgrim meets the girl of his dreams, Ramona Flowers, but learns he must defeat her seven evil exes in order to date her. Then things get even more complicated, based on the graphic novels by Brian Lee O'Malley. The cast for the new Scott Pilgrim series includes all those that took part in Edgar Wright's live-action film, including Michael Sarah, Mary Elizabeth Winstead, Satya Baba, Kieran Culkin, Chris Evans, Anna Kendrick, Brie Larson, Alison Pill, Aubrey Plaza, Brandon Routh, Jason Schwartzman, Johnny Simmons, Mark Webber, Mae Whitman, and Ellen Wong. The series will have a total of eight episodes and is set to premiere on the streaming service this fall. It was also announced this past weekend that Zack Snyder, the writer and director of the upcoming Rebel Moon film, will release the teaser trailer at Gamescom on Tuesday, August 22nd. When a peaceful colony on the edge of a galaxy finds itself threatened by the armies of a tyrannical ruling force, Korra, a mysterious stranger living among the villagers, becomes their best hope for survival. Tasked with finding trained fighters who will unite with her in making an impossible stand against the mother world, Korra assembles a small band of warriors, outsiders, insurgents, peasants, and orphans of war from different worlds who share a common need for redemption and revenge. As the shadow of an entire realm bears down on the unlikeliest of moons, a battle over the fate of a galaxy is waged, and in the process, a new army of heroes is formed. Rebel Moon will star Sophia Butella, Charlie Hunnam, Jimin Hansu, Bay Donna, Jenna Malone, Ray Fisher, and more. The current plan is to split Rebel Moon into two epic features, and also has several potential spin-offs in development as well. They will also be releasing two different cuts of the film, one of which will be a presentation that anyone can enjoy and watch, while the other will be a harder, more explicit version aimed at an adult audience. Rebel Moon kicked off its life as a Star Wars pitch a decade ago, but has been retooled as an original sci-fi universe. Rebel Moon debuts on Netflix on December 22nd. Over at Apple TV, teaser images have been released from the upcoming Monarch Legacy of Monsters show, which will feature Godzilla in a very important role. It also unveiled a batch of first-look images at cast members, including Kurt Russell, Wyatt Russell, Anna Sawai, and of course, Godzilla himself. Monarch Legacy of Monsters is set after the thunderous battle between Godzilla and the Titans that leveled San Francisco, and the shocking revelation that monsters are real. The series tracks two siblings following in their father's footsteps to uncover their family's connection to the secret 
conservative organization known as Monarch. Clues lead them into the world of monsters and ultimately down the rabbit hole to Army Officer Lee Shaw, played by Kurt Russell in the present time and Wyatt Russell in the past, taking place in the 1950s and half a century later where Monarch is threatened by what Shaw knows. The dramatic saga, spanning three generations, reveals buried secrets and the ways that epic, earth-shattering events can reverberate through our lives. And finally, we end today on a couple pieces of interesting news. According to a report published by the scientific journal Salamandra, a newly discovered species of slender snake found in Peru's Andes Mountains has officially been dubbed Tachymenoides Harrison 40. Upon hearing the news during an interview to Entertainment Weekly, Harrison Ford himself said, these scientists keep naming critters after me, but it's always the ones that terrify children. I don't understand. I spend my free time cross-stitching. I sing lullabies to my basil plants so they won't fear the night. In all seriousness, this discovery is humbling. It's a reminder that there's still so much to learn about our wild world, and that humans are one small part of an impossibly vast biosphere. On this planet, all fates are intertwined, and right now, one million species are teetering on the edge of oblivion. We have an existential mandate to mend our broken relationship with nature and protect the places that sustain life. The snake measures in at 16 inches in length and is a pale yellowish-brown with scattered black flecks, black stomach, and black stripes. The other critters Ford referred to are an ant named Fidiol Harrison 40 and a spider, Alponia Harrison 40, which also share his name. And finally, ESPN was reporting that Michael Ower, the subject of the 2009 film The Blind Side that earned Sandra Bullock an Oscar, has filed a 14-page petition in a Tennessee probate court that alleges that Sean and Leanne Tuohy never legally adopted him. Not only that, but they also tricked him into signing a document, making them his legal conservators. The pair allegedly used this powers to make a deal which earned them and their two biological children millions of dollars in royalties, while Ower himself got nothing. For the record, The Blind Side grossed $309 million worldwide on a reported $29 million budget. The legal filing says, quote, the lie of Michael's adoption is one upon which co-conservators Leanne Tuoy and Sean Tuohy have enriched themselves at the expense of their ward, the undersigned Michael Ower. Michael Ower discovered this lie to his chagrin and embarrassment in February of 2023 when he learned that the conservatorship to which he consented on the basis that doing so would make him a member of the family, in fact, provided him no familial relationship. The petition is seeking to end the conservatorship and stop the Tuohys from using his name and likeness. It also wants a full accounting of money earned and for Ower to be paid his fair share. Sean Tuohy did respond to the allegations made by Michael Oher, telling the Daily Memphian, quote, we contacted lawyers who told us that we couldn't adopt over the age of 18. The only thing we could do was to have a conservatorship. We were so concerned it was on the up and up that we made sure the biological mother came to court. He added that he'd of course end the conservatorship if that's what Oher wants. When it comes to the alleged millions made from the blind side, Sean Tuohy said that they didn't make any money off the movie aside from what the book author Michael Lewis shared with them. He said, quote, we didn't make any money off the movie. Well, Michael Lewis, the blind side's book author, gave us half of his share. Everybody in the family got an equal share, including Michael. It was about $14,000 each. That's it for this episode of Talking Movies. Follow me on social media at Talking Movies PC and download full-length episodes on all of your favorite podcast platforms. And as always, use the pain we're feeling and turn it into power. Power.